Scott Jennings, and today we're talking about cost codes. What, why, and how? Executive summary. Many construction companies run their operations with too little specificity in cost control. And I'm talking specifically about analyzing costs at an activity level, activity by activity level. Here, we're going to learn what, why, and how to set up good cost code structure. Okay, the bid and the execution. So let's use an example. Let's talk about concrete curb and gutter. Everyone knows what that is. So suppose there's a proposal item for our client and she wants a unit price in dollars per lineal foot for a thousand feet of curb. So when I estimated this job, I may have said, okay, thousand feet of curb, activity one, prep the curb grade. It's 2,500 square feet. Then I'm going to activity number two, form the curb and gutter, thousand lineal feet of formwork. Activity three, pour the curb and gutter, 250 cubic yards. And activity four, we're going to then strip the curb and gutter, and that's a thousand lineal foot of strip. So now what a lot of companies do is they just track the cost at a proposal item level. Hey, yeah, great, man. We spent $24,000. Our budget was twenty-five grand. We made $1,000. It's a win. Or was it? So overall, yeah, we made $1,000, but maybe the contractor lost money on prep of the curb grade, activity one, and that money they made back in the formwork item, activity number two. So what this company doesn't know is that they're a concrete company, not an earthwork company. They can form and pour concrete, but they're not good at working in dirt. So what are cost codes? Cost codes are discrete numbers. You assign them to activities in a construction item. So in our example, we may set up one cost code per activity. So the prep curb grade, we're going to assign a cost code of 200-010. And the form curb and gutter, we're going to assign a cost code of 330-010. Pour the curb and gutter, strip the curb and gutter. Each of these activities, you then assign an unique, a unique cost code to it. So each day we perform curb and gutter construction, our foreman will then code time and equipment into each of these discrete codes. And as he records, he and his crew's time into each of these codes, and he records the quantity he or she completes on a daily basis, a unit cost is developed. Does that make sense, right? So why do we use cost codes? <clears throat> when we record each day's man hour burn, uh, along with the completed quantity of work, we're eventually gonna finish the item and have a record of actual costs. And when we finish the job, we can look back and realize, hey, we lost $2,000 on preparing that curb grade, and we made $3,000 on the curb and gutter formwork. So this resulted in a profit of $1,000 of curb and gutter. The granularity of this cost capture, it teaches us a lot about our company and what we can do, our field staff, our means and methods, and the accuracy of our estimating. These are all things we're learning along the way, but it doesn't end there. When we use these same cost codes on curb and gutter across all jobs, we start to build cost history. So these historical costs can be used to estimate better or even help guide our company into different types of work. Like I said before, right? I mean, we're doing the grade and we're doing the curb and gutter, but we don't know it until now that, man, every time we are doing earthwork, we're losing money. We're just smoking through the concrete. We're a concrete company, not an earthwork company. So maybe a company realizes after that that, you know what, we're going to get... We're going to get out of the earthwork business, just do strictly concrete. That's our strength. So how do I get started on cost codes? It's easy. You sit down and write them. So you get, in, you get onto your computer or you grab a pencil and that yellow pad of paper and you just start writing. 
So you say, what does my company do? Well, my company, let's see, we uh, mobilize onto a job, and then maybe we lay some pipe, and we do some concrete, and we do some masonry. Okay, well, these are major categories. So then you start thinking about, what do I do inside each of these major categories? Well, in mobilization, I, I low boy in gear, and I offload a connex. My pipe, I do ductile iron, I do RCP. Concrete, I do sidewalks, I do curb and gutter. Masonry, I do brick, I do CMU. Okay. So then you just keep going, and you go as deep as you want. So you can go into, you know, red brick, blue brick, yellow brick, uh, different types of sidewalks or driveways or curbing gutter, whatever it is, you go as deep as you want. And then once you're finally done or in the process, you start assigning numbers. Okay, so mobilization, that's major group 100. Everything in mobilization will start with 100. Pipe, everything will start with a 200. Concrete, starts with a 300. It's just nothing but work. You just sit down and do it. So don't look now, but all of a sudden you got a cost code book going here. These will become your master cost codes, and you'll start developing history over time as your foreman code all their time and all the costs into it. So in our example above, this uh, curb and gutter, every time we form curb and gutter in our company, we're going to use a cost code numbered 330-010, always. And that's how we'll develop historical costs for doing that sort of work. My story. I had a master cost code list with my company. I stole it. I took it from my previous employer. He had one, so I just used it for my own company. And then, of course, tweaked it. And now I help contractors across the country develop you know, their estimating controls, their codes within their estimating system, and a lot of times they'll match up with the job cost code structures. We're trying to develop consistency in estimating consistency and building and tracking the work and then using that information we learn in the field to get back into our estimating. There is no set book of cost codes. Yeah, you can use CSI codes or, or whatever, but there is no set cost code structure. You gotta make it up because every contractor does a different scope of work and they wanna gather different costs. Some want an extreme level of detail down to the, the nut and the bolt, some don't. The hidden value and in closing, the hidden value is a claim situation. I've mentioned it before. You get in trouble with an owner and you can't go back and say, you know, I was forming curb and gutter at this rate and then you impacted me and it went to that rate. Or you can't tell where you lost money because you didn't account for things correctly. You're going to have to pay someone a lot of money to come in and clean it up when you could have been doing it yourself. And you'll know exactly where you're at and you'll be able to go on the defense or go on the offense in a claim situation. Makes your claim defense or offense quicker and more lethal. I'm Scott Jennings. Have a great day. Work safe.